The Morning Hookup on ESPN Lincoln. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Lincoln, Nebraska. Happy Hump Day. Welcome to the Morning Hookup. Wednesday, day before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Eve, want to call it that? Will can't talk. He's uh, dancing right now. He likes this song a lot, you can tell. Uh, uh, uh. Boy, welcome in the show. we got a lot of fun today. It's our last day of the week. Robin Washington here in about five minutes. HuskerOnline.com. Uh-oh, special edition. Henry T. Buchanan joining us today. Since we're going to be off tomorrow, we won't have him. So we're, we're going to have the Mac hanging out with us. What's trending at 10? No doctor. He's busy doing doctor stuff. He did send me a Husker score because we'll, we'll give our Husker predictions today. Who's going to pick his games then? I don't know. We'll find someone. Someone's listening today. We'll have a, we'll have a listener. Okay. All right. How about that? Yeah. Or... Let's look around the uh, studio. Who can we help Dane uh, make really bad picks with? Yeah, somebody like that. Who could do it? I don't know. Maybe we'll bring in uh, Boss Man. Ooh. That would be actually really entertaining. All right, I'll ask the Boss Man. Around okay. 10, 20 NFL picks. See if he has time. I'm sure he does. For this little radio got, show called got The Morning a lot of his, He's got a lot of his stuff done already. Okay. I know that. Well, we will see. We will see. It'll be like a little Thanksgiving treat for us, you know. Hey, what's the best way to uh, tell if a toothbrush was invented in Iowa? I don't know. If we're invented anywhere else, we'd call it a teeth brush. Uh. It's a toothbrush. (laughs) It's that time of the year, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. For those jokes, what's the difference between a U of I graduate and a park bench? Uh, I don't know. The park bins can support a family. <laughs> Ooh. Woo! Zing. If you got good Iowa jokes, tweet them to us. At ESPN Hooksy, at Willie on the radio. And if you ever feel so compelled, call us and tell your Iowa joke today. What do you call a wife in Iowa? What? Your sister. <laughs> or cousin. <laughs> First cousin, though. Oh, this is great. This I came up great. with that one on the fly, That was the a good one. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Thank That's you. a good one. There's some good Iowa jokes out there. There's some uh, really good ones. We love to hear them. Yeah. It's Iowa Hate Week. What is Iowa's most popular pickup line? Are you my sister? Nice tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, my gosh. Man, uh, some World Cup drama. Yeah, what's today. going on? World Cup update us. Well, Germany just lost to Japan. Japan just beat the uh, the Germans, which is pretty impressive. That's Ger- a, Germany is uh, a really good team. Would that be an upset? Yes. Because Germany was probably, I don't know, tell me, what's Germany like in the ranking? Oh, I, would they be a favorite to possibly win it? Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, th- I think they're up there when it comes to odds. I mean, they're just a good team. they got a lot of talent. So Japan taking them down, that's uh, pretty impressive. So that it's really just happened. Big. Yeah, that just happened. That just happened. So like I said, you got Iowa jokes, tweet them to us, uh, add us, call us. Uh, let's say we'll do NFL picks. Robin Watch here shortly. Uh, World Cup updates as they come in. Japan was plus 600. Whoa! 
And we'll also give Husker score predictions today, too, as tomorrow we'll be off. Friday we'll be watching the game. You'll have a full day of action, by the way. Full day of action on Friday if you're out and about and you got time. Besides the shopping bonanza that people go on, which I think is crazy, but whatever, you do you. Your wife does it, She right? does it, yeah. and I let her do her. That was a tough, by the way, that was tough this morning. What? Because everybody's off, right? You know, like school. School's off. School's off. There's a lot of businesses that are like, people have like maybe taken an extended vacation. And the parents that don't have the ability to have sitters watch their kids are off today. You got to stay home. It was a quiet ride here, I tell you that, coming through downtown. Woo! Quiet ride. Because of all the school traffic that wasn't out there. But I do my normal thing. I got up at 5, which I love. I get up early. But, man, I'm telling you what, when I was leaving the house, knowing all my rest of my family is still up in bed, God, I was like, I just go back to bed. That's nice. You know? Maybe I'll try to sleep in tomorrow. 6.30. You know, there's a there's a weird, uh, you know, with the with the pay right now. Okay, you know, we clock in, right? Us part-timers, you know, we, we clock yeah, we in. Yeah, we got to clock in. I, swipe, I punt. Doo-doo. There's this weird thing going on because of the pay period. I don't know how to explain it. They they estimated our time. They estimated our time today. So they already put it in. So you and I didn't have to clock in today. It was. I already, did it on purpose. I still did it. See, I did it because I thought it messed stuff up. But I, I don't know how I feel about that. Because I usually leave here around noon every day. But yeah. I'm going to be leaving later today because I got more stuff I got to yeah, do for the not break. Fair. I would go have a conversation. It's like, why, why are you messing with my time period? Yeah, why don't we go ask him? Is that the wicked witch? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Hmm, interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I feel about that. I'm going to be working longer than she put my time in. I need to get paid. Yeah. You got a trip coming up. I do. Don't be shortchanged. Exactly. That's you next leave next week. week. Next Friday, I get out of here. Are you come, Are you on the show Friday? Yeah, we're all right. We're gonna do it together. You'll be on the show Friday. I was gonna be sad if you were gone on Friday. Oh no, I'll be I'll be on Friday Uh, because that'll be the birthday show for you. Mine, mine's next Friday. Oh boy, be here. That makes me excited. What are you bringing? What are you? I don't know. We'll bring something because I'm taking that day off. You better be off, off, but not from radio. Not from radio. Oh heck no. Heck no. I'll be here on my birthday. All right, let's call Robin Washington. Let's cold call. (laughs) It's his cold calls. Cold calls by the morning hookup. He didn't say he wasn't going to be on today, so I'm sure he's looking forward to this one. Robin, wash Robin, wash it. Robin, wash it. He knows. He knows what's happening. I love the risk that we take, but he's such a true professional. It might not be going well at the uh, wash it house this morning, so there he is. Robin, wash it. Cold call. Morning hookup. What's up, my man? What's happening? Hello. What's up? Uh... You got Robin Washit, HuskerLine.com. Hey, Robin. Baby Wash It. Hello, Baby Wash It. Baby Wash It. Talk to He's us. two now. He's a big boy. Yeah. Don't call him Not Baby, baby. Wash Not It. Not Baby. Little Boy Wash It. Robin, what's the best go. way to tell the uh, the toothbrush was invented in Iowa? Um, that doesn't get used. Yeah. If it were invented anywhere else, uh, it would be called a teeth brush. <laughs> he liked that one. I, yeah. He liked that one. I, the other one is: uh, Is there a di- what's the difference between a U of I? Uh, is there a difference between a U of I graduate and a park bench? Uh, I don't know. Tell me. Park bench can support a family. 
I forgot that this was Iowa Hate Week. So I know you got one. I'm sure you're ready for it. Yeah, I uh, I don't have any queued up right now, but uh, maybe oh. I'll tweet them at you later that I think of. Didn't you have uh, a year ago? Didn't you have uh, Ty come on? Yeah, Ty came on a year ago, and we did these. Just dropping heat. Just dropping it. I brought him up, and I let him read them. Yeah. They were good. I, I remember that. I created my own. I don't, I don't need websites. No, he created his own. I said, what do you call a girlfriend in Iowa? It's your sister. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's uh, some really good ones. Rolling today. It's pretty amazing that they actually have websites that actually have so many Iowa jokes. I love this one. By the way, I'm probably going to get boy in trouble. Have you heard about the fire at the Iowa's governor mansion? No. Almost took out the whole trailer park. Nah. Sorry, that was <laughs> terrible. That's a good one. <laughs> this is off to a good start. I love it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you're really escalating the the aggressiveness here. Yeah, I like that's it. all right. We got to get it started. Robin Watch, HuskerLine.com. Uh, Robin, let's go a little, a little hoops, man. Uh, go back to uh, the last game where we were watching this. They had Arkansas Pine Bluff, which we know is a decent team. All know the record's one and six now. That They had been competitive in some games. Uh, Nebraska got off to a good start and then kind of got lazy at points in Arkansas Pine Bluff. Caught a, you know, lightning in a bottle with whatever that kid was. It was just knocking every three down. Uh, mm-hmm. You had that, and you and you were like, you go into halftime. It's like, oh my gosh, this is gonna happen. Uh, the response after getting throttled at St. John's is not what we thought. And then the second half, holy elite defense. Yeah, that changed the course of the game, and you know, really even beyond halftime, you know, they they were down eight in the first few minutes. Yep that second half and it's like you know this is this going to be like the the georgia southern of nebraska basketball season where like you have to immediately fire everybody like it, it was getting to that that point um and to your to your other point arkansas pine bluff is significantly better than their record yes. and they they should have beaten tcu and they gave oklahoma who nebraska plays tomorrow night uh everything they could handle um in a very close game so it uh uh is a game that i think People shouldn't have been surprised that it was as competitive as it was, but uh, certainly it was very concerning considering what Nebraska was coming off of uh, with that second half meltdown at St. John's and then to have things get away from them uh, the way they were going uh, midway through that game um, against Pine Bluff. That was raising a lot of red flags. But you know, to their credit, uh, as they've done several other times this year, they they found a way to get it under control and turn a – potential disaster into a comfortable win. And uh, as you mentioned, it started with defense. You know, they were able to turn up the heat. Emmanuel Bandemel uh, was kind of the the, the front of that. Um, but then also they started to find a recipe in the half-court offense by being able to uh, use Sam Greasel more in the post mm-hmm. as an off-ball uh, option, kind of like, it was funny because he kind of like was doing what Derek Walker normally does, where he posts up, um, you know, draws or is able to facilitate out of a high post. And he had four of his seven assists in the second half, and most of those were him getting the ball in the post, dribbling to the basket, and then finding Blaze, who would get lost along the baseline for a wide open dunk. So um, they found a little wrinkle that I'm sure they're going to lean on more and more uh, as the season goes on with their half court offense. Uh, and so, tough level defense. Um, they they 
got things under control, clamped down the perimeter much better than they had been. Uh, and then offensively, uh, they were more efficient with the ball. And here's the most important thing. They actually made the free throws. Mm-hmm. You know, they went 12 and 16 in the second half after starting, I think it started the game one of five. Um, and so a team that's shooting 62% from the line, um, that's pretty critical just because Nebraska, they're really good at getting to the line and they're really good at defending without fouling. But when they don't convert their free throws, uh, it, it changes games. And so um, you saw directly when they actually made their free throws, uh, they were able to put Arkansas Pine Bluff away. And when they were missing them, uh, the game almost got away from them. So that's, I mean, point to one factor, that's right up there with anything, uh, is Nebraska being able to win the free throw line uh, in every game they play. Uh, but, uh, again, it was scary there for a minute. Uh, but once again, Nebraska pulled it together. Uh, their veteran leaders stepped up, uh, made the biggest plays when they needed to make them, and uh, got to 3-1 and one relatively com- comfortably. Well, you bring up making shots, especially at the free throw line, because it didn't start off. It was ugly starting off. But when you look at it, I thought another telling stat in this was the guy's ability to make shots. 17 assists on uh, 29 made shots in the game uh, was a big factor uh, when you have Greaseau in the middle. And actually, yeah, you look at it, you got – uh, you know, Gary goes six of ten. Wiltshire five of nine. Blaze Keto up close six of seven. Uh, that ain't going to hurt you when you have seventeen assists. No, and that's an encouraging step forward because uh, the assist numbers at St. John's. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it wasn't good. Uh, so uh, there's actual some ball movement, and again, I think a lot of that had to do with them uh, figuring out uh, some stuff in the half court in the second half, and again. Greasel getting more involved, both as the primary ball handler and being an off-ball option in the post, uh, I think went a long way in in helping figure that stuff out. But uh, you know, Nebraska's—they're uh, a team that you know they don't have that just go-to guy that can go get you a bucket every time down the floor. So they need to have crisp, efficient offensive ball movement in order to create high-percentage shots. And then when those shots are there. They need guys to step up and make them, and they didn't do that in the first half. Um, Ball moving was really bad, in my opinion, Um, and uh, they they found a way to to create a much more efficient offense in the second half, and it directly led to them, uh, like I said, helping helping take that game over. Not that I want to go back to it, but just to you know go back there. But it was nine assists on nineteen shots against St. John's in seventeen turnovers. Yeah, that ain't good. That's bad combination. Yeah, and you know, now what's crazy is even even after that, Nebraska is still plus eleven turnover margin. So just think what they'd be without that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what was good too in that uh, Pine Bluff game is you know they there was adversity and they got through it. And you kind of mentioned this, I think, during the main game. And I wonder if you feel the same thing about that Arkansas Pine Bluff game. If you know these former Hoiberg teams, I wonder if they lose that game. Probably. I mean, being down eight in the second half, coming off of that embarrassment at St. John's, you know, that that took some. Uh, mental fortitude to keep that thing from getting away from them. And again, I think that's the difference where um, you have so many veteran players that have played a lot of college basketball and, uh, you know, have experienced winning. Um, and those are the moments where, where you see it now that didn't really show up uh, in the second half at all against St. John's, but um, there's been more examples of those guys taking, um, problematic situations and getting them figured out on the fly quickly together on the floor. So that 
you know, I think that's going to give them um, a little bit of an advantage compared to previous Hoiberg teams that um, they actually have guys that can step up when uh, the game is at its most critical juncture and, and, and figure out a way. Um, now, obviously, we'll see how they're able to continue to do that now that the degree of difficulty increases significantly beginning this weekend um, and then on, obviously on into December. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot harder to, to rally back from an eight-point second-half deficit against high major opponents than it is, um, you know, teams like Pine Bluff and, and Maine. But uh, if nothing else, they've at least had some experience together winning games like that, which is extremely valuable to, to prepare for what's next. Um, we got Robin Watch, com hanging out with us in the morning hookup. Hey, Robin, in that game, um, you know, the question be a lot of people were asking is the fact that you had Brian Bach, played, you know, he only played 11 minutes in the game. He had 10 points in the first half. Didn't see action until, I believe, after the under eight minute timeout in the second half. Is that part of that the Styles were making fights in that game, or is it this still the process of Brian Bach making his way back? Um, I don't know if it's anything health wise. Uh, I think they found a combination that was working, and a lot of that had to do with Blaze Cada. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was playing extremely well in the second half. He had 13 of his 14 points in the second half, so um, they had a real mismatch with him with the way that Blaze was playing, and they decided to lean on it. And, um, you know, Juwan Gary, uh, he's going to be on the court more often than not, especially in those situations where you need your best five out there. So I think it was just more of a of the way the game had gone. Um, you know, Breidenbach will continue to be one of the top options off the bench at the four. Um, and it was good to see him actually have some success. He was really struggling, mm-hmm. um, especially in St. John's. Uh, so to see him get 10 points early, uh, get some confidence going offensively, they, they need him. If, if he can be productive, um, especially as a scorer, uh, that's going to be a huge asset to this team that, that like I said, needs, needs as much firepower at its disposal as he can get. We're talking to Robin Washington. So we got some Nebraska basketball Thanksgiving Day stuff tomorrow. Gobble, Taking gobble. on Oklahoma, going to that little uh, non-con tournament. Kind of preview the tournament and what you know about Oklahoma. Well, Oklahoma is kind of going through their own issues right now where they have uh, you know, seen some early struggles out of the gate. Um, you know, They lose their opener to Sam Houston State. Uh, we're on the ropes against Arkansas Pine Bluff far more than Nebraska was. Uh, and you know they don't they don't score a lot of points. So they're a defensive oriented team. Um, they're very good defensively. They're big. They're physical. I think every one of their players is well over 200 pounds. They're just a bunch of stout, uh, physical players. Um, they got six uh, ten center, six nine forwards, uh, and so they're just they're just big and they're long and they're aggressive defensively. They crash the defensive boards uh, and just just make life difficult for you on the offensive end. So that. That doesn't bode well for Nebraska, which, um, you know, offense is, is still a work in progress. But the flip side is to it that you know, they, Oklahoma's offense is still trying to figure itself out um, beyond Grant Sherfield, who mm-hmm. Nebraska's already seen um, when he was back at Nevada. Uh, you know, he's their leading scorer, but after that, they, they don't really have anybody. Um, they have one other player averaging over double figures, and he got 10 points per game. So, um, one, it, it's going to be probably a bit of a rock fight, especially in a neutral site setting. Um, but Nebraska, I think, has an ability to create offense through their defense. Um, Oklahoma turns the ball over. Um, their guard depth is limited. And so if they're able to apply full-court pressure like they did when they turned it up against Pine Bluff and 
previous games this season, uh, that could be a recipe to, for one, make life even harder on Oklahoma's offense, but two, to be able to create some transition scoring opportunities that uh, it could give you some momentum and, and potentially change the game. I think the biggest question everybody wants to know right now is the fact on how you're going to manage your day tomorrow because it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, look, this is a big deal if everybody knows you, they've been listening to you. It doesn't matter, right? You have <laughs> yeah, 3.30 tomorrow, <laughs> the Giants and the Cowboys, and then you got to turn your attention to the 4 o'clock Husker Hoops game. Are you going to be okay? Yeah, I probably just won't watch the Giants. I have a feeling how that's going to go. So I'll be in the car uh, driving to Iowa City. We'll have the Nebraska game on the radio, and I'll check in on the score of the Giants game from time to time. I'll be much more concerned with my my fantasy uh, teams because there's obviously a lot of games going. So, you know, there's a lot to pay attention to, but uh, luckily I'm – fairly confident that I won't have to pay much attention to the Giants. I don't think that's going to go well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, also, um, uh, we're going to turn our attention to football here for a minute, but I wanted to know how um, if you're ready, if Trev has contacted Sean yet uh, so you can be get a significant pay raise. <laughs> so, it seems like yeah, that's what's happening right now. I just wonder if Mr. Callahan was getting a call yet, and you're like, oh, yeah, here we go, no, baby. He, He's starting to vault up the hot board, I think, just by default <laughs> with however many guys are getting contract extensions. So who knows? Who knows? I'm, I might be the new uh, offensive coordinator. <laughs> uh, Robin, I'll go into football a little bit. Nebraska headed up uh, to Iowa City Friday against a very tough defense, a team. Another – this would be a really – like last week was a gut punch. It could have ended a streak. Uh, Nebraska fans will be looking at uh, this one. Maybe let's end another streak. Let's ruin Iowa's season, knock him out of the West. Um, I, I don't know how this is going to go. It feels like it's going to be a low-scoring affair because Iowa's defense. Now, they're without their best defensive player. Well, I'll throw that out there. But there's, I'm assuming they've got a backup that's going to also have a career day, probably, in the defense like most teams do. Um, this is going to be a grind for Nebraska going up there. Yeah, and you know, I guess the good news is that um, – you know, Casey's back in the folds just like last week. They they at least have a chance. Um, if Casey didn't play last week, Nebraska probably wasn't going to score. And you're looking at potentially getting that first shutout uh, since Arizona State, 96. So um, at least you have some confidence that Nebraska's offense can put some points on the board. But that's not going to be easy against Iowa. Um, they're as good of a defense as there is in the country. And it's not just statistically, but – how opportunistic is it they are? Um, the amount of turnovers mm. and game-changing plays that they force on a weekly basis, not just with their defense, but with their special teams as well. Um, for a Nebraska team that has such little margin for error, uh, that's that's going to be tough. I mean, they, they have to play essentially four quarters of the stake-free football. Um, if you look back, remember last year, they had Iowa on the ropes and pretty much had the game in their hands, and a block punt changed the game. Uh, so that... It's going to be the case once again where you know Iowa doesn't scare you much at all um, with their offense, especially with the way Nebraska's defense has played as of late. I mean, they're not going to face a running back like they have the past four weeks um, mm. on Friday. So, you know, if the offense can find a way to be effective, protect the football, and they can avoid those game-changing plays on special teams, you know, Nebraska's going to have a chance to have have an opportunity in the fourth quarter. And right now, I think that's all you can ask for if you're Mickey Joseph. Robin, ham or turkey, one has to go. 
Oh, ham. I'm, I'm not a ham guy. Oof. Wow. Do it out. But I'm, not, I'm not, not, not like overly big on turkey either, but like, you know, nope. Thanksgiving, eat turkey. Right. I don't know. Ham, ham uh, it's fine. I'll eat it if it's there, especially if it's made well. But like, it's not something I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to eat some ham. <laughs> I would rather, honestly, I would rather just throw every side dish on my plate and a little bit of protein. Yeah, I'm the same way. Give me the mashed potatoes or green bean casserole or mac and cheese or all that stuff. Like, I'll, I'll have whatever. You know, I'll have some turkey, but, like, I'm not going to waste my gut space on a bunch of meat that I normally would never eat any other day of the year. <laughs> I love it. Uh, for, for Turkey Day, do you guys host? You got family coming to town? Because obviously you, you'll be taking off at some point, but do you guys get a chance to do anything like that and see fam? Yeah, it's gonna be pretty low key. Um, you know, I'm, we're leaving, or I'm leaving uh, at like two o'clock tomorrow. So, uh, do a little lunch thing here. Uh, my wife and her family are coming over. At least some of their family, uh, and then my my parents are coming over. So, nice. a, little, a little nice little uh, Thanksgiving lunch. And now the key is eating a bunch of food and then getting in a car and driving five hours without falling asleep and having to pay attention be dialed into a basketball game. That's that's going to be the critical part. That's why you don't eat turkey. It puts you asleep. Exactly. I don't need that tryptophan. No, don't need that. By the way, my buddy uh, Big Coos chimes in and says, OU scores, oh OU scores more in football right now than basketball. <laughs> yes, that is true. He's <laughs> a big old, pretty, he's pretty an, close. He's an OU fan. So, all right, Rob, man, we appreciate your time, man. Uh, Stay safe driving tomorrow. You guys have a great turkey day, and uh, and we'll catch up with you real soon, sir. Yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll hit up next week. You know we will. All right, Rob. Thanks, brother. See Robin Watch, com, right there. Good stuff. Yeah, he's got a day tomorrow traveling to Iowa City. His Giants are playing at 3.30. Husker Hoops at 4 o'clock. A lot he, to keep up with. driving to Iowa City to a crap place. Yeah. So. Schmitty's going, too. He's going, too? Yep. So he'll be doing uh, – so we're doing – Oh, yeah, we got post-game, which, is he on the post-game this week? I'm sure he will. Yeah, he'll be up yeah. there doing it, and we'll be here doing it. Yep. That'll be fun. So, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have uh, Henry T. Buchanan. 